You're listening to Inspiration Noble County, a podcast dedicated to restoring and building up our community. At the end of today's podcast, we will provide valuable contact and resource information. For now, grab a cup of coffee, tea, or your favorite beverage and join our host, Banner Kid, for today's episode of Inspiration Noble County. Welcome to Inspiration Noble County. Today, our guest is the uh, visionary, the founder, the CEO of Inspiration, Andrew Foster. Welcome, Andy. How you doing? Hey, Banner. What a joy to be here. Oh, man, it sure is. I've been looking forward to this. I've been thinking a lot about this podcast and, and what we're going to talk about. And I do have some things that we're going to discuss. But first of all, I just want to say I'm really blessed to be a part of the ministry. It's just a great thing, reaching the least, the last, and the lost, you know, and I realize that I'm kind of, uh, oh, a little bit of a Johnny come lately to the ministry. And I've learned a lot in the last year or so. Uh, but I, I'm uh, aware that a lot of our listeners just may not know a whole lot about inspiration. So maybe just take a, take us on a quick nickel tour of how it began, the, you know, the vision that you had and, and what's happened in the meantime. Sure, be glad to. Uh, it, it definitely was not the plan to be the best kept secret, um, but you know, believe it or not, after 12 years, uh, we still meet a lot of people that are not aware of the work that Inspiration uh, does. We are committed to impacting people, mm-hmm. and we've probably oftentimes put our time and our finances into building capacity to impact people instead of, you know, maybe promotions and websites and things. And though we're we're spending more time doing that now. The reality is when it started, you know, there wasn't much of a footprint. It was a coffee shop and with a hope to impact people, but still even figuring out what that direction actually meant. Mm -hmm. You know, my story, the short version of it is that when I sat in a jail cell 15 years ago, I was encountered with the gospel of Jesus Christ from a chaplain. His name was Milo Turkula. And I remember in the midst of my circumstance, this man came and shared with me that I could be a new creation in Christ Jesus. And at a time when, like I read the paper and the paper said that Andrew Foster's life was over. Mm-hmm. And, and I believed that. And so the fact that somebody came and shared that hope with me, it really changed everything. Mm-hmm. And even the concept of the least, the last lost, that was my story. Like it was me realizing that mm-hmm. the God out of the universe sent his son Jesus to die for the sins of the world but he he did it even just for me as an individual and I was the least the last and the lost and so my response was sheesh this is incredible I think everybody should need to know this you know <laughs> and uh, and in the midst of that I remember on a yellow legal pad I wrote the word inspiration and I remember kind of thinking well Lord what was that and and I didn't get a lot of indication at the time. And I was doing my prison bid and and I was somebody that was going to get out and return back to this Northeast Indiana community uh, with the hope of uh, making an impact or, or helping people experience what I did when the gospel was shared with me. And so when I got out, uh, this was the end of 2011, uh, back to Northeast Indiana, DeKalb County. I was living in Auburn and thinking, uh, how do people get intersected with 
the hope of the gospel, especially when they're coming from jail, prison, start encountering a lot of people struggling with substance use and thinking, well, where do people go? And I, I, I did enough touring and conversation to find out what services were around, uh, but realizing that even with some great services already established, the need was, uh, was so high. Like there were so many people still trying to encounter stability, mm-hmm. housing, services. And so really at the beginning of Inspiration, again, we own this coffee shop, the Cupbearer Cafe uh, in downtown Auburn. And we intersected a lot of people. And even during that time, I, I met my good friend Don Harvey uh, and Bo Smith. They were friends. They became board members. And we were praying and saying, how do you how do you come in contact with people and help provide services and care and love for folks to change the trajectory mm-hmm. of their lives? And uh, it, man, it took us five, six years until we really established our first house mm-hmm. and realizing that that house provided some stability. Uh, That stability kind of equated to the idea of building relationship. That relationship uh, helped us build trust. And then out of that trust, it kind of gave us the opportunity then then to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with people. And we saw really tremendous results. And so uh, that was kind of the catalyst for where we're at even now, uh, six, seven years later, uh, to have the capacity that we do to to serve almost 150 active beds in Northeast Indiana. Uh, You know, last year we housed 250 men, women, children, serving families, launched the Refuge Community Church last fall. God has done so much more than we could ask or think. And it's really been wild. And so, you know, again, it's not necessarily meant to be the best kept secret, but the reality is, is that we wanted people to hear it from those who were being transformed because we really believe that communities are transformed by transformed lives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we didn't want to tell a story that didn't have the voices yet. Amen. And God has blessed us that we have a lot, a lot of voices that are being heard in the community about being impacted by the Lord Jesus Christ and what God has called Inspiration Ministries to do here in Indiana. That's awesome. You know, as I listen to you talk, you know, the beginning beginning of inspiration, uh, dealing with people that are just out of jail and, and homeless. And, and we think about uh, that. I mean, that's one of the first things on our mind is those people who need somebody to come and help them when they don't really have a way to, to go, nowhere to turn. Yeah. And thank the Lord we've been able to do that. It's just an awesome thing that he's uh, given you uh, the uh, ability to build and to, to spearhead. Yeah. Uh, but you're discussing something that actually even goes above all of that, doesn't it? And one of the phrases you use is Christ-centered community. Mm -hmm. And that encompasses uh, a whole lot more, doesn't it? It does. You know, you learn a lot in the midst of serving people. You know, one thing that we realized pretty quick is that people are pretty complex. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I remember some of the, the things that catalyzed our movement was we would meet people that would come into the coffee shop struggling with substance use, struggling with mental health issues, families broken up, engaged in the criminal justice system. 
And then when you go even deeper into these stories, not just with just the men and women coming out of prison, but then you talk to people just in life that are chewed up by not only drugs and alcohol, but broken relationships and divorce and trauma. And you realize that people are decades into some of these very hard things. And so even when we started housing people, you know, we we started out with this nine month program. Well, it didn't take us long to realize that it's not like nine months is the change all for people. You know, yeah, can we be clean from drugs and alcohol for nine months? Sure. One of our main priorities is introducing people to the gospel of Jesus Christ as really the change internally in their lives. But the reality is, is that 80% of the folks that we were serving, they didn't have driver's licenses, they they couldn't drive, they didn't have any transportation. 65% of them were parents and they weren't connected with their kids. They weren't paying child support. 100% of them were unemployed. And so you you come to the conclusion that in that complexity, it's going to take more than a recovery program and it's going to take more than a house. Uh, What does it look like to change and also sustain the trajectory that God wants to make in people's lives? And so, you know, really early on, we started experiencing people graduating at a high rate and we were like, man, this is awesome. But the next part was tough because when they would graduate, they still didn't actually have anywhere to go. They had felony records. They had drug convictions. uh, They had low credit scores or frankly, they didn't have any money. Right. And so they weren't going to the local apartment complex or even the trailer park and get in housing, you know, they were having a hard time getting a job. And depending on how the market's been in the last, you know, five or six years, there was a time where nobody's really hiring felons. And so it was super difficult, not really that long ago, not as much right now. But so there were all these issues going on and we realized that it's not just one thing. It wasn't just a recovery program. It was going to take employability training and job Mm -hmm. skills. It was going to take financial stability or education in the midst of all of that. And it was going to take a community to surround the people. You know, the Bible talks about God being a a refuge, Mm -hmm. this safe place. And I feel like God is, is using inspiration to create a safe place. And I don't just mean in Noble County or in DeKalb County or in Butler, but I think he's trying to create a safe place, really using people to be those places, to be that atmosphere where people can be around and come as they are, experience the gospel, be encouraged to see the transformation that he wants to do in their lives. But in the midst of all that, you realize that coming in the door, you know, you may go through a program and you may be in alumni housing and you may get your license and, but we are are concentrating on developing a Christ-centered community that can walk alongside you in this journey every step of the way. Amen. It's been so important uh, for people to realize that it's it's not a chapter that really just comes to an end, but this journey is written in many chapters of our lives that God is using, uh, and it's really incredible to see. Yeah, it sure is. You know, and, I, and I'm thankful for all the local churches. I mean, Amen. many of them are our partners, mm-hmm. and we're just so thankful for all them. But what you're describing is the church at large. You're Mm -hmm. describing something that Jesus does within his body. And so it is church, isn't it? A hundred percent. It is church. And, and, you know, I didn't grow up in church. And so as I experienced the gospel in jail and then found myself in prison, 
really only experiencing the gospel for the first time in my life, church took on a much different tone. It really was the the body of Christ, the big C church, Mm -hmm. uh, lots of men, different backgrounds, different knowledge of Jesus and the Holy Spirit and the Bible, but with a commitment to realize that he has given us a new name, that he's called us sons of God. And so we really thrived in that environment, knowing that he changed our lives and feeling like he was compelling us to be voices of that impact. And the church plays a huge, huge role with that. We fold know well as inspiration that it, it can't be just us. We are a part of this big C church. And so our local churches, our pastors, our mentors, our lay leaders, they're an incredible part of seeing these men and women be successful. Because again, they may graduate a nine month program, but after the nine month program, they reintegrate back into the community. They're going to our local churches. They're being mentored by our pastors. They're getting married by our pastors. You know, they, they're experiencing the community in a, in a new way in our churches, our local churches. They make such a unique impact. And the Big C Church, I I believe, facilitates this fully when we are communicating with one another, when we see our role with one another. The Big C Church is not necessarily meant to be competitive. It's meant to be integrated together so that we can best impact people and their lives. Yeah, so you're describing real transformation. Amen. Something that only the Spirit can do. We're just a cog in that wheel. Yeah. Amen. And that's just so awesome. Awesome. And I know our listeners are hearing it. They're hearing your passion in that. And that kind of passion by the power of the Spirit breeds more passion within our residents and in the staff, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's the passion to serve and then being able to be given a set of tools and to, to go out and accomplish this, to be ambassadors is what you're talking about. Uh, you use a couple of words, innovation and entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. Can you explain that a little bit? Yeah. I- I'll tell you, you're not going to find too many more passionate people than the folks that work uh, for inspiration. And and I'm one of those people, of course, you know, because I... I kind of learned a long time ago that there's really no plan B. Like all the chips are on the table for the gospel of Jesus Christ to transform lives. I mean, I remember I got this necklace in the mail as a widow's mite from this chaplain that shared the gospel with me while I was in jail. And he said, uh, all that you are, all that you have, Andy, give it to Jesus. And that's just kind of really what I did. And I hope even still today, after 12 years, that's what I continue to do to catalyze our, our team our staff, our residents, our volunteers uh, to continue to impact lives. And, you know, a unique thing that we've got to experience is the opportunity to be really innovative in the work that we've done. And realistically, like I would probably say one of the most innovative things that we have done is really develop an incredible, impactful, results-producing residential recovery housing program. I mean, we are blessed beyond blessed. We have incredible staff. We see incredible results. Uh, The idea that we can be faith-based and and Christ-centered, but be evidence-based and understand how recovery-oriented the houses need to be to facilitate change and transformation is really incredible. I mean, our houses are certified by the state. And, you know, some people get a little hairy about that. You know, well, we, we love Jesus, but we're certified by the state. And the answer is yes. Because at the end of the day, what people want 
systems, criminal justice system, organizations, what we want is if you infuse people with hope. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the Bible tells me that Jesus is the author and the finisher of that hope. And, and man, I'll tell you, it's, it's incredible to be able to get to do this. And so some of our innovative things we've done are, you know, coffee shops. We've done thrift stores. We've done these workforce pipelines uh, because, again, when we isolate things like job training and we make it the biggest thing, we really lose sight of all the things that we're trying to do to build people's life up. But within this pipeline, what we've experienced with some of our really incredible employer partners, you know, like Ashley Industrial Molding and RP Wakefield Quick Tanks, really incredible people. But we have been able to bring some of that work on site and surround men and women with wraparound services. So we're continuing to connect with them, with people, but then also build job training skills at the same time. And it allows people to still be complex, Mm -hmm. right? Go through recovery, go through their bad days, but start to experience what it means to retain a job, maintain these skills, take orders, you know, uh, respond to an employer or somebody that's in charge. And, And those innovations have been great. I'll tell you, Banner, one of the coolest things is that recently the Don Wood Foundation, because of this innovation, this idea of bringing employability training onto the campus to be able to to build up job skills, but then send them out to impact local employers. The Don Wood Foundation recently awarded us $270,000 to develop this training center. And it's incredible. We've seen it time and time again. Inspiration has experienced uh, over $2 million worth of grants in the last two calendar years. And the crazy thing is, is that you can't ever take that for granted. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not just being a good grant writer. It's having substance behind what you're writing. Mm -hmm. And what God has given us is the ability to think of innovative ideas, not just to implement, but to sustain. Mm -hmm. How can they produce revenue to be able to feed back into impacting people? And so, you know, this idea of entrepreneurial it's, you know, with our coffee shops and some of these smaller businesses that we have, they impact people, mm-hmm. but they also produce in a way that helps inspiration not put all its revenue streams in one basket. And so we have been a blessed people to be able to utilize these things to really catalyze the movement and the growth of the ministry. You know, it's amazing uh, when you distrust God, the, the <laughs> things that he brings to the table, the ideas and yeah. the ways to make all this happen that change lives and then transform entire communities. There's Amen. just nothing like it, is there? there? There is nothing like it. And one of the coolest things over the last 12 years is just to see groups, people, churches, organizations be champions for this effort. Mm-hmm. It's been so incredible. You know, it would take us uh, the 20 minutes to name all the local churches yeah. that we have, you know, here in Noble County and, uh, you know, First Christian and and Bridgeway and all those guys, they have been so good to us and legacy. Um, But I'll tell you, man, the, the foundations and the people that are trying to build capacity, you know, to impact people in the community. I'm so thankful for like the Lutheran Foundation, mm-hmm. the E.B. Cole Foundation that recently gave us an award. I'm thankful for that. Crossroads United Way, man, they've been such great oh, friends. Yeah. The Community Foundation mm-hmm. here in Noble County, yeah. Margarita and those guys, they've been awesome. 
We are so blessed to see God continue to make provision, mm-hmm. you know, for the impact that we have. And I'll tell you, at the core of this, it's it's about people. Amen. Uh, there is nothing more important to us than impacting people's lives. And I'll tell you, we're going to work hard at it. Uh, you know, you will never question our effort to develop systems, to rethink systems, to realize what's going great and capitalize on that, to realize that this wasn't that great and and to rethink Mm -hmm. and change, uh, but to make an effort to impact people for the gospel of Jesus Christ, for them to stay out of jail, to stay out of prison, to stay away from drugs and alcohol, to experience restorative services that are helping their right minds just to function in the community. Man, I'll tell you, there's nothing better than that banner. Yeah, you know, it's so cool because we've got one individual that is meeting his little girl and being allowed to have a relationship with her again. I mean, she's just a toddler. And to see the joy uh, on the little girl's face that she's got her daddy there, but then to see what that does to him, the glowing that's on his face and the ability to, you know, to come to a place where he realizes, I can be a man, I can be a dad. That's what it's about, isn't it? Uh, Banner, I think God has brought us to this sweet spot. That's Mm -hmm. that's the word I've been using recently. Uh, Because what we're experiencing right now is, I mean, God's blessed us and we have a really incredible residential recovery program. But I'll tell you what we're experiencing so far beyond Mm -hmm. a nine month recovery program. Like what you're talking about is the tip of the iceberg Mm -hmm. of what we're experiencing with men and women in the community that are are getting their children back full custody of them, maybe for the first time ever, Mm -hmm. you know, being moms and dads full-time, sustained jobs. We have four graduates that are buying houses this year. Uh, We have graduates that are uh, associate pastors uh, at churches, pastors at churches, uh, recovery specialists at uh, Landmark Recovery and Hickory Treatment Center. I mean, they're impacting people at such a level. You know, it's, you think about it and you're like, oh my gosh, these are our babies, you know, but they're, they're really transforming their family the lives around them, their communities, people that are starting to get involved in like city councils and be a voice and advocate for people. It is incredible. And again, this work at the core, we actually think this is what would transform a community. Like we think this ripples in such a way that uh, the community will never be the same as these men and women re-enter, catalyzed with the gospel and tools in their toolbox to be sustainable in their lives. It's incredible. Well, you know, it is. And being a part of it is just amazing. Once you come into contact with what God's doing in Mm. this ministry, it's just, it's like pouring gasoline on a fire, you know? (laughs) And I remember my first time I walked into the cupbearer and saw these men and women worshiping in a way. I've been a worship leader since 1994. And to see the difference was, I mean, it was mind blowing. And I knew right then I've got to be a part of this. And I'm thinking there are other people who who maybe are hearing this story Mm. for the first time and hearing what God's doing. And maybe they've got a call on their lives. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden they're thinking, well, maybe that's where God's leading me. Can you address that and maybe give people uh, a way to maybe find out more and be involved? 
Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you, you will not experience uh, too many things that are more rewarding or exciting than walking along some of these men and women in their lives. It is tough. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a certain churn, you know, mm-hmm. with recovery and reentry and all of that. But I'll tell you, when you have the opportunity to pour into an individual, see real growth, it's incredible. And and volunteers really end up being the lifeblood for inspiration uh, because we serve a lot, a lot of people. I mean, you're talking about campuses that have 25 men, uh, 40 men. Uh, some of our women's initiatives, you'll be around from 10 to 15 women around. And so we need mentors. We need people teaching classes. We need help with transportation. Transportation is always just super tough, you know, getting people really everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, we we would love to have people engaged and, and to figure out a way to onboard them uh, to really experience this change in, in others' lives. And really, I think most of the time volunteers walk away going, oh my gosh, this changed my life more Amen. than I think I'm, you know, changing <laughs> the people that I'm serving. But we would love to have you involved. You know, the uh, inspiration-ministries.org is our website. Uh, there are places where you'll find things about volunteers. You can email about wanting to get involved. We try to be quick about responding. Uh, some of it's proximity. If you live in DeKalb County, we'll get you connected over there. Yep. If you live in Noble County, we'll get you connected over here. Uh, man, you know, women, if you, you have a, a passion for a job training kind of things, we probably could figure that out. If you have a desire to, to transport people because you just like shoulder to shoulder conversation, guess what? We got a place for you. Uh, we have a lot of events. Uh, we do a lot of music, a lot of uh, worship, you know, so if you're a musician and want to experience this, you know, people would probably come and like see the men and women, as you talked about banner, you know, worshiping and their hands are up in the air. And, you know, I, I think people think that like, uh, they'll say things to me like, oh man, you know, Andy's charismatic. And I'm like, I, I, I didn't grow up, you know, in church. So charismatic. If you mean that I like jumping around and throwing my hands up in the air. I think when I was in prison, I thought that if I could jump high enough or get my hands, I just was a little closer to the Lord. You know, that's where it just kind of birthed out of me. And that's what you see with our men and women. Uh, it's kind of like just releasing everything and they put their hands up in the air. It's really incredible. We'd love to have people engaged with us to just continue to grow capacity and make the best impact that we can in people's lives. Amen. Uh, you know, we're going to do this uh, on a regular basis mm-hmm. and we're going to learn more and we're going to feature more things that are going on with the ministry. I know we have some things coming up in May that would be worth noting. We have Farm Fest coming up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Farm Fest is going to be great. I think it's uh, maybe our fourth one, fifth one. It's out at the Freedom Farm in mm-hmm. Butler on State Road 8. Used to be the old Cray Apple Orchard. Mm-hmm. For for those of you that remember buying apples out there, there's no more apple trees. Uh, but we purchased that property in 2018, I believe. And it's been awesome. We got two houses out there serving 35 men, a great team and a great staff. But it's a, it's a day of awareness. The Farm Fest, it starts at one o'clock, uh, May 21st. And basically the invite is go to church in the morning, wherever you go to church, but then get in the parking lot, get in your car and come on over. We're going to yep. feed you lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have some activities, uh, but it's just a great opportunity to, to see the men and the women that we serve, to see the houses, to tour a couple of our properties, see our auto shop. Our auto shop is really cool. We just started a pallet shop where the men, that's where the, some of that job training is coming on. Uh, it's just really cool. So there's seven acres there of just 
just Christ-centered impact. Uh, and we'd, we'd love for people to come. So again, it's uh, May 21st uh, at 1 p.m. Uh, the address is 6659 State Road 8, Butler 46721. So you can see it on our website too. Amen. So we're going to close here in just a moment. But before we do, is there anything that's on your heart that you'd like to share with our listeners? Uh, so, so, you know, a lot of people are listening today and they think, um, you know, Andy's got all this passion. He's on a podcast. But if you know me at all, I mean, I'm like this all the time uh, because I'm a believer in what God can do. Uh, we've seen it. I've seen the world enough and the world is kind of sowing this idea that the, the, the problems are too big, the opiate epidemic, the drug epidemic. We're never going to get in front of this. And I'll tell you, I, I do not believe that's true. I think that we can get in front of it. I think we can put together services. I think we can put together housing. I think we can develop community to surround people. And, and I believe that they can be transformed and set free from drugs and alcohol and criminal justice engagement where they never have to return. Amen. And so, you know, I, I'm passionate because in my lifetime, I think that we can see this really happen. I think in Noble County, DeKalb County, where there's great services, there's great people, not just inspiration, there's great, great mm -hmm. people and churches and, and people that want to be a part of this. And I just think that we can do it together. I believe God is going to do it. And so I am passionate about it because it's not a hamster wheel. Right. I, I think that God is going to bring real results. And then I also think those results are, can be replicated in other communities. Amen. So I just think that it can happen. So thank you for all of you that have sewn in to my life personally, into inspiration, that are hiring our men and women, um, that are supporting the ministry. Um, I'll tell you, it means so, so much to us. And I promise you that your kingdom investment does not go unnoticed and that your kingdom investment, it produces fruit uh, by way of transformed lives. And, and please don't ever, ever forget that, that the Lord Jesus Christ is using all of us uh, to transform our community. Amen. Well, Andy, thank you so much. I believe it set the tone yeah. for what God's going to do as we continue to move forward. We'll talk again. Thank you again for joining us today. Amen. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Inspiration Noble County. Inspiration is a ministry dedicated to helping the least, the last, and the lost, specializing in recovery treatment and housing, and focused on building up the entire community, one life at a time. You can learn more at inspirationministries.com. Please like us on Facebook at The 112. That's the words The 112, spelled out with no spaces. Join us next time for another episode of Inspiration Noble County. Meantime, may the Lord bless you, keep you, and make His face shine upon you.